Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yep, it's the Sean Hannity Show. I'm not Sean. I'm sure you knew that right away, right? It's Rose. I'm back. And I love being with this audience. You guys are awesome. So we will spend the next three hours together as I guest host for the awesome Sean Hannity. It's a pleasure to be with all of you. I want to say thank you to CMG and particularly Josh, who has made this happen for me. Josh, you're awesome. Thank you so much. And for the team, Jason and Katie back at the studios. I love being with you. This is the best audience ever. Honestly, it really is. And we're going to have a lot of fun today. A lot of topics. I will give you a heads up on those coming up in just a few minutes. Write down the number, do whatever you have to do to remember this number. It's 800-941-SEAN, 800-941-SEAN. And in a little bit, I'll give you all the ways in which we can connect together. So, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about today, because there are so many concerns that I have for my family, and I know that you share these concerns. It's our family we worry about, the future, their future, the future of this country that we love so very much. And these concerns, well, they're shared by all of us, right? It's a collective concern, particularly when we look at the world right now. And the world looks so very scary, doesn't it? Wars, rumors of wars, the economic crisis, even though nobody wants to talk about it, there is an economic crisis. Crime, fentanyl killing our youth, and a national global agenda that is in direct violation of God's will for us. We had been relatively comfortable, you know that you have, for a very long time, right? Things were going smoothly. If we wanted something, we bought it. If we wanted to travel somewhere, we did so without fear. There was really very little concern beyond the normal day-to-day issues. But now, now we're seeing things that concern us deeply. Inflation brought about by wild government spending, the new alliances between Iran and Saudi Arabia, There was France not too long ago telling China that they have nothing to fear from them. And the most troubling, the nightmare of the 20th century has come true in the 21st. Russia aligned with China. And you add that to what our schools are attempting to teach our children. And you know what? It seems like the forces of evil are coming at us from all directions, doesn't it? But... As scary as these things are, and they are, I truly, truly believe, and I've shared this with you before, that it is no coincidence that we, you and I, are here for this time. 
And I'm reminded of a scripture, Hebrews 12, 1, because sometimes a lot of us look towards it. And even if you're not Jewish or Christian, you can still appreciate these things. You can still apply them to your life because we're told to run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. You know what I love about this is that you notice the word marked out. Marked is past tense. That indicates that our course has already been determined. We have already had a path that has been leveled out for us. And so we're meant to look for and follow and run with perseverance. That race that God has already prepared for us, it's there waiting for us. And you, I know at times our race seems really difficult to navigate. Yep, it is for so many of us. And the temptation at times is to turn away from looking ahead and instead allowing ourselves to be distracted by the storms that come up on us. And sometimes they just like, man, they just show up like that. Unexpected storms, right? You know it. And I don't even know how people are are doing this today and navigating those storms because these are tough times. But if our goal is to win the prize for which we run, then we must ignore the distractions and weather the times of doubt and fear. A lot of people have doubt and fear right now. You know, and every time I go through these times of turmoil, and I, I personally am as well, I'm reminded of an occasion in scripture, and I, I love this, so bear with me if you don't mind, because the coolest thing is, I don't know if any of you have seen The Chosen, but it really brought this to life. I mean, I remember reading about it before, but it just it just so drove it home. I think it was the last scene in the final third season, but you know, here you have the disciples. They're in the middle of a lake, all right, and they're in a boat, and this violent storm comes upon them. And then, then they can see in the distance, Jesus is walking on the water, right, towards them. So Peter gets down out of the boat, starts walking on the water with him, right? And he says, hey, listen, just tell me to do this. Tell me to do it, and I can do it. And he did, because he said, yeah, come on, come on out. You can do this. And then, though, when the wind blew, that storm came upon him, unexpected. He got afraid, and he started to sink, and he cried out, Lord, save me. But, you know, and and then, of course, he did. He reached out his hand and caught him, and he said, you have little faith. Why do you not, why do you doubt? But you think about this. And he doubted the minute that that he turned to look at the distraction, rather keep his eyes on the goal, right? And I, and I was thinking they had just gotten off this like really high time because they were helping him perform this miracle, feeding the thousands. And, and he's like, why do you not believe? You know, you were just part of this, right? And we've all seen, you know, us, ourselves get through difficult times in the past. We have to remember that. We have to, to run this race. And this race requires great courage and clear vision and no allowance for distractions. And there are so many distractions right now. I know that. And many times, and this is a really difficult part, the race will call us out of our comfort zone. And there have been many in history that have been called out of their comfort zone. And if they hadn't, wonderful, great things would not have happened if it were not for their courage and their willingness to step out of that comfort zone. We must believe that we will have that courage, that we have been given that to run the race that's been marked out for us. Even though we were intended to be here, it's not by chance. You do have a choice. Will you step out of your comfort zone? Will you ignore the storms around you and stay focused 
on the one who has called you? I mean, that's what's so important, isn't it? And you've been called for this time, no coincidence. And as I said, there have been a lot of people in situations all throughout history, similar situations. And we're, we're familiar with the risks that the disciples had to take to run their race, along with the saints and other great historic leaders. And I'm reminded, because we just had the, celebrated the 4th of July, I'm reminded of the speech that John Witherspoon made during the deliberations leading up to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Everybody in the room agreed, and I've talked about this before with you, that declaring independence from a tyrant was the right thing to do. There was no, there was no dissension on that point. The idea that they should live as free as God had created them to live was their fervent desire. But they knew that the freedom they wanted and what was necessary to pursue it came with great risk, risk to their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. And historians tell us that there was a period inside that room of hesitancy. Can you blame them? Can you blame them? We are living in difficult times now. We are looking at things that if we stand up for what we believe in, that comes with a great risk to our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. But it was so cool because John Witherspoon could read that room. By the way, he was a minister, uh, among other things. But he stood up and he made a passionate plea much like we've heard in Scripture in the past and in the Old Testament, New Testament, he said there's a tide in the affairs of men, a nick of time. We perceive it now before us, and he cautioned them against hesitancy because their very future and the future of those who came after them was at stake. There are people like that, like Esther, the disciples, John Witherspoon. Those who came after them had the courage to step out of a comfort zone for greater works. And we must recognize the need to embrace the roles that have been given to us, to run that race that's been marked out for us. And you know, President Ronald Reagan knew all about that race. And he often quoted scripture. And then this one particular speech, he addressed the race marked out for us when he said, let us be sure that those who come after us will say of us that in our time, We did everything that could be done. We finished the race, we kept them free, and we kept the faith. Let it be said. I have so much more coming up. I can't wait to share with you a lot of great topics. I want you to weigh in on many of them. I have great guests joining me today. Pastor Jack Hibbs, one of the first guests joining me, Jerry L. Smith. He's the author of Checkmate and also... Dr. Sapphire, we're going to talk about dementia. That's something that people don't talk about much, and yet everyone knows someone who is suffering from that horrible, ugly disease. So we'll be back. The Sean Hannity coming back, and I'm Rose. We'll be right back with you.